Hello, everyone. I just wanted to take a quick moment to apologize for some audio interference that occurred uh, today for about the second half of uh, my walk. I tried to clean it up as well as I could, but it's definitely noticeable. I uh, just wanted to mention that. Don't let it distract you from the incredibly erudite monologue where I talk about my boobs and stuff. It's all still primo, primo content. Also modest, very modest. All right, that's all I had. I hope you enjoy it. Bye-bye. Good morning. Welcome to my morning monologue, One Woman's Health Journey. I'm Heather Fay, and I'm already on my way here. Uh, I actually had prearranged to meet a friend of mine for a short walk at 6 o'clock every day this week. Uh, so I will turn off the recording once I meet up with her uh, so as not to be rudely monologuing while we're walking together. Uh, but uh, as it turns out, tomorrow... May not be taking my exercise outside, guys, because I talked a little bit uh, yesterday about uh, my daughter and how her sleep schedule can be erratic and kind of change things for me unexpectedly. The other thing that can do that in this neck of the woods is a winter storm warning, which we have. It's supposed to start tonight sometime and uh, last into tomorrow afternoon. And let me tell you where I am. Uh, specifically in this little pocket here, it does seem like we get the worst of the worst when it comes to weather. So if they're saying that, I'm anticipating we're going to just get slammed, uh, which means I'm not going to want to go outside. I feel like that's fair. So my plan is to kind of, if it is, you know, mid-blizzard tomorrow morning when I wake up, my plan is to give a brief update and then do a little exercise in the home, but with everybody in bed sleeping and my lack of desire to wake my children up early uh, or too early, I will probably just not want to be talking through the house while I, you know, probably walk up and down the stairs a bunch. That's typically what I do if I get stuck inside for exercise. You know, those times in my life when I actually I'm exercising regularly, which is, okay, let's be honest, it's not always, but I'm trying to fix that. I'm trying to get that to be a regular thing, darn it. Uh, okay, let's see. I had thought to myself there were a few things I wanted to talk about this morning, health-wise. I think I want to clarify something. I want to clarify that this is a physical health journey. I'm on a physical health journey. Just want to make that clear. Um... Not really planning to get into too much mental health uh, talk. Uh, yeah, I'm, no particularly special reason otherwise, other than just I'd rather concentrate on the physical portion of it. Uh, that was one thing. And the other thing was, let's see, the winter storm warning. We talked about that. The physical. Oh, update. Let me update you on how I did yesterday. Oh, by the way, before I do that... It did occur to me I should probably weigh in here, like literally on the scale, stand on the scale and get my 
beginning weight. <laughs> Even though it's not really a weight loss journey, I'm not going to call it that. It is for me, it's a health journey. I'm getting healthy, but when you get healthy and you're overweight, you just naturally do start to lose the weight if you keep at it. So, I mean, that's just one of those nice side effects of it. And it's one that I look forward to, let's be honest. But I do want to weigh in just to see. Uh, so I'll do that. I'll try to remember to do that after my morning walk today so that I can report on that tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to share. Oh, God, it's a, such a source of embarrassment for me, my weight on the scale. Man, I just, I, it just is. It's a personal thing for me. I know not everybody is embarrassed by that, but I am. Oh, God, I want to change that. So I'll weigh myself. And I'll let you guys know tomorrow what my basic starting weight is on this whole thing. Um, and, okay, so yesterday, so here's my thing. My baby steps are right now working on my daily walk, which I'm doing. That's going well so far, day two. Eating only three meals a day and not snacking between meals. Uh, and my third baby step is getting myself weaned completely off of caffeine. So... Caffeine-wise, I'm actually doing great. I have no coffee in the house right now. I had my last cup yesterday. So I do have tea. My plan is to move on to tea, one tea uh, in the morning till I'm out of tea. And then I'll be on my first caffeine-free day after that. So uh, that's going well. After I'm done with this walk, I'm going to go home and have my tea. Like a British person. But I'll probably make it wrong. I've heard there's a specific correct way to make tea, and it's not just sticking a bag in a cup and pouring water over it like I do. So sorry if anybody British is listening that I'm butchering the tea-making process, but it's for a good cause. Darn it. All right, that brings us to an update on how have I done on my diet. <laughs> so here's what happened. I did good. I did not eat between breakfast time and lunch time yesterday. Good. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> and I did not eat after dinner. I did not eat after dinner and before I went to bed. I had a little hiccup mid-afternoon because I did eat something between lunch and dinner mid-afternoon. And let me just be frank, it was cookies, okay? And that's because I promised my daughter we'd make Valentine's Day cookies. And I knew going into it, I was not going to eat none of them. So it was four cookies, but they were small, okay? four small cookies. Anyways, so not the wonderful start that I was hoping for, <clears throat> but uh, it, not bad. Like I didn't just binge eat all day, which is the cycle that I'm trying to break. I, that's my big problem right now. And by the way, I don't know if this is true for anybody else, but I think we all have like a food that is our, our nemesis in dieting. Uh, some of it, some of us might have chocolate or some of us might have candy or, you know, ice cream or something. Mine is anything made from flour. Oh my God. I love pastries so much. Cinnamon rolls. Don't, I'm, I should not just start listing tasty pastries right now to people that are potentially trying to go on a health journey. I apologize. But, you know, like... Oh my God. And it's just, I have that every day. Bread, simple bread. I will just eat half a loaf of bread because I like it. But at the end of the day, for my personal body type, and I know this because I've, I've been up and down the weight scale quite a bit. 
And so I know that uh, this is an item that, that this is the one item. If I just stop eating anything with flour in it and I do nothing else, I'll lose weight. I will. I know that I will because I've done it so many times. But it's, I suppose, not the flour itself that's so addicting. It's, I mean, obviously, probably the sugar and the sweeteners and stuff in those things. Uh, and it's kind of a shame in American society that that the sugar gets put into literally everything. It's funny. I I, I like to watch these uh, videos. I subscribe to a lot of YouTube videos of uh, people from other countries who kind of on um, their videos are about comparing the culture in their country to American culture because they've been to America or they know Americans and they kind of travel back and forth. And I, I love these cultural comparisons. And one of the things that are, will commonly be said, let's see, I follow uh, a British person, a German person, a French person. I follow a couple of uh, uh, African people. Oh, and one of the things... Uh, that they've all kind of said in common is you, they come to America and they try a food and they're taken aback because, oh my God, why is it sweet? Like it's like spaghetti sauce. And I remember that because I'm originally from South Africa. I have lost the accent in case that was not apparent. But when I was about nine, we moved over here to the U.S. And I remember the first thing that I did when I first tried spaghetti sauce, like the store-bought spaghetti sauce, I was like, What? Why is it sweet? And I really didn't like it. I still don't like it to this day. I do not believe that there should be sweetness in my spaghetti sauce. My American husband, born and raised here, uh, specifically requests for me to put sugar in the spaghetti sauce when I make spaghetti. Uh, a meal I'm probably going to have to consider not eating anymore on this journey here. But, um, yeah, and I was just like, what do you mean put sugar? And like, no. So I have to make two different spaghetti sauces. A sugary one and a non-sugary one. But yeah, it's things like bread. That's not supposed to be sweet. You know, my personal opinion, curry. Not supposed to be sweet. I much prefer that as a spicy dish. But anyway, so... All of which is to say that it's kind of a shame that in American culture, there's just sugar in everything. It's, it's really, really difficult to do a diet... Uh, when 90% of everything in the grocery store has, store has added sugar, and sometimes in very devious ways where you think you're getting something uh, because of the way it's packaged or whatever that doesn't have sugar in it, and yet, yet it does. So, I mean, you know, there you go. Uh, it's the way it is, so you have to work around that if you want to try to avoid it. Uh, Oh, God, I had such a great thought, and then it went out of my mind. It was, oh, here's, okay, more on health and fitness. So, uh, again, I'm not giving any advice, just sharing my own personal observations, experience, and opinions. Um, I'm not entirely uninformed on the subject of nutrition. I've pretty much read, I mean, I've read a ton of books on nutrition. I have watched tons of documentaries. Um... You know, I've read, like, The China Study. That's a common nutrition book a lot of people have read. I've read The China Study. I've read, like, Eat Right for Your Type. I've read Grain Brain and Wheat Belly and the Vitamin C book. And I've read uh, a lot of Adele Davis, an old-school uh, nutritionist from, like, 
the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, I've read uh, up on, oh, I've read like gut and psychology syndrome, etc. I've read a ton of books. Pretty much every time there's a food documentary, I watch it. Um, and I've tried many different things nutritionally and dietarily with my own body. So I get a sense of what what kind of works and what maybe doesn't work, at least in terms of weight loss. Um, and of course, when you read that many books and watch that many documentaries on nutrition, or hey, if you just do one Google search ever, uh, you're going to find tons and tons of conflicting information, right? So much information. How do you even decide as a person what's true and what isn't about all of that? right? Because all of it's scientific. They have all got science on their side. And how, when you contradict each other so much, do you all have science on your side? And you don't have a scientific degree of any kind, or I'm assuming you don't if you're an everyday person like me. And so how do you, what do you do? How do you decide what to do? I've actually figured out a few points a few points that are themes that run throughout every single one of these different dietary and nutritional advices that you can find. There are certain things that almost every dietitian, nutritionist, etc., actually do seem to agree upon, even if they don't agree on other things. One of those points is this. It's the tried, it's the true. We know it's true. And we hate it because we love pastries, okay? And it's this, vegetables are good for you. Vegetables are good for you. If you are eating no vegetables right now, if you're eating only a cup of vegetables a day, or two cups, just eat more vegetables. Like that is one thing any person anywhere can do to start to become more healthy. Just eat more vegetables. And large-scale agreement on let it not be potatoes, but like, green, leafy green, and other green. They like the green vegetables the best, typically. So, I mean, I guess technically a lot of the colorful vegetables are actually fruits, right? Like tomatoes, it's fruit. I think peppers are actually fruits. I like peppers, bell peppers, that's good stuff. Um, but anyways, there you go. You're welcome, eat more vegetables. Don't take my advice, but you can if you want to, but don't listen to me, I'm not a doctor, okay. I didn't just mean to quote Brooklyn Nine-Nine there, but there you go. Uh, okay, enough about health. Let me see how much time I have to aimlessly ramble at you while I continue my walk here, pulling out the old phone, taking a look at it. I got about 20 minutes. Okay, I can do that. I can gab for 20 minutes about nothing. Let's talk more about memes. I talked about the Betty White and Keith Richards memes yesterday. I'll tell you another meme. I don't, a lot of memes I find hilarious and I laugh. But there's some memes that I don't relate to. And there's some that just go on for too long. Okay, here's another kind of meme I personally don't relate to. Something to know about me. I'm a people person. Okay, I love people. I love when I'm at the park or something and I just get into a long rambling conversation with a total stranger. Another thing that's particularly American I've found out. And Europeans, I guess, don't really do that. But I love it. Excuse me for a sec. Ah, yes, okay. Whew, breathing, breathe, breathe, okay. Uh, 
Oh, God, I should not have stopped to breathe. Now I lost my whole train of thought. Oh, right. So I'm a people person. So there's a lot of memes online that are like, well, I'd get up and get dressed today and go to the store, but then I'd have to meet people. So I'll just stay on the couch by myself because people suck. And there's so many of these memes, like the, I guess, introverts are at home just making memes all the time about it. And look, I have nothing against an introvert. It's just a hard frame of mind for me to understand when I'm, I'm like really the exact opposite. But like, take a step back Can you, I was thinking about it. I don't think that there's a single day in my entire life that I have ever spent completely alone, devoid of all people. I don't think that there is such a day in my life. I thought about it like so when I was a kid, obviously I lived with family. Even if I was homesick, I'd see my family at the beginning of the day and I'd see them again at the end of the day, right? Um, and I've never actually lived alone. I've never lived like at any apartment, any house, anywhere I've ever lived. There's always been other people that I lived there with, you know? Um, but it's like, just like, I, as I thought about, I think that would be the weirdest thing that ever happened. That would be my own personal twilight zone. I think there's even an episode like this, um, where a guy wakes up and he's literally the only person in the world. That would be my misery. If I woke up one day and I was the only person in the world, oh my God, that would suck. That would be, I, I, and I gotta believe even the most introvert of introverts would find that at least kind of sometimes. Oh, sorry. I'm trying not to swear in this. Oh, I keep making my editing for myself, having to go back and beep out the swear words. Sorry, guys. And I think that would be poo-poo. It would be poo-poo for a person. Any person. I don't care. Maybe I'm wrong. Are you an extreme introvert? Let me know. Tell me, tell me how wrong I am. Let me help me understand the frame of mind of being hating people and not wanting to talk to them at all. Or is that not what an introvert is? Is it just somebody that's super shy, like you want to be able to talk to people, but you can't? Like, is it something holding you back? I want to understand this. I want to understand this. Let me know. Let me know. Um, all right. Well, now we're done with that topic. And I have no other memes to complain about. And for some reason... I, I talked about this yesterday, too. It's like I can ramble on and on for an age and a half, and usually when I'm talking, a sub, one subject reminds me of another, and I can go right on to the next topic, but that has not happened here. Uh, so here's, oh, here's the other thing I was going to say. This, these walks, I'm planning to make them a half an hour, but if I ever have a long stretch of like 10-minute silence where I can't think of anything to say, I'll probably edit that out before I post so that you don't have to listen to just... 10 minutes of my plodding footsteps. Uh, so if there's ever an episode like shorter than half an hour, that's why. Um, still nothing is coming to me. Okay, I'm just going to walk silently while I try to think of something else to say. As always, I hope I'm not waking up the neighbors. I know I've got a, I think I have a naturally loud speaking voice. And I've noticed this because sometimes I say things and people that are a long distance away will suddenly whip their head around. And I'll be like, oh, damn, they heard me all the way over there. I gotta work on that. I know. Oh, I think I'm getting better about it at home because it was something that annoyed my husband a lot. He'd always mention it. You don't have to talk so loud. So I think I'm getting better at it. But I don't know. 
So far, nobody's coming out of their door shaking their fist angrily at me for waking them up. God, the harder I try to think of something to say, the more completely blank my mind is. We got 13 minutes left here. Come on, have, think of something. Think of something witty, interesting, intelligent, and awesome to say. Come on, you can do it. I am definitely going to enjoy these walks a little more when uh, it's light outside. Springtime. Let's talk about seasons. Springtime uh, around here, okay, around here, which is like Great Lakes area, okay, around here, springtime is my favorite season, okay, because fall, let's just be honest, let's be honest, anybody that lives here knows that fall does not exist, okay, it's like summer's over, the leaves have turned orange, oh, they're falling, blizzard, like early November, Come on, where's fall? I want fall. It's not even Christmas yet. Why is it snowing? Oh, so there's no real fall to really enjoy. You know, it's sort of like summer's over and then there's just this abrupt drop in temperature and you suffer in freezing cold misery for six months until spring comes. And that's why spring is my favorite season. So the sun comes out all the time. We're outside all the time. I get all that vitamin D and I start to feel wonderful. But when I was living on the West Coast, where the weather is arguably far milder than the weather on the East Coast, um, in many ways, even when you go down south, like uh, Florida, it's brutal. The humidity and the heat there and the way that it rains, it's like you do not want to get caught in the Florida rain. Let me tell you, I remember this one morning, my friend and I, we wanted to, we're in a hotel, we wanted to walk a block we wanted to walk a block. We're from the Pacific Northwest, where it's just this drizzly rain nine months a year. We're not afraid of a little rain, okay? We're like, why is everyone waiting for the bus, idiots? It's one block. It's one block. We're not afraid of a little rain. There was a swimming pool at the hotel. We might as well have jumped into it and then walked the block. That's how drenched we got. And I, I'm gonna just admit right now, completely burnt out a hand dryer in the bathroom of that building trying to get like at least my socks dry after that experience that was horrendous it was horrendous because I guess I could have just walked back to the hotel and chill. Well, I don't know I think I was about to go in a meeting I don't remember something that kept me from going immediately back and changing so I had to sit for a couple of hours in drenched clothing Anyways, so even that is, even though it's not like you don't get winter storms and stuff down there, you get some pretty intense weather, right? Up and down the West Coast, it's not so intense. It, it can be in the Northwest, kind of rainy, but nothing that's going to drench you. Most people there don't even use umbrellas on a day-to-day -day basis. They just stick their hood up and get going. Uh, but when I was over there, my whole point... When I was over there, living on the West Coast, my favorite season was always was fall. Because you were coming out of that, what I thought was a brutal summer, what turns out was a mild summer compared to the rest of the country. 
And you come out of that summer and oh, there'd be just this months of cool down and just comfortable sweater weather and it was wonderful. And the holidays, happy holiday feelings. I'm a huge Christmas fan, guys. Just wait, if I make it that long on this podcast, I'm just, I'm gonna sing Christmas carols to you. Uh, it's gonna be awful. You're gonna hate. Some people hate Christmas songs and Christmas time. I don't. I'm the opposite of Scrooge. I am in love with that season. Uh, but anyway, so that is, that's my speech on weather for you. Uh, yeah, more silence. Hmm. About eight minutes now until I'm going to meet my friend for our little morning walk. I'm kind of wishing I drank some water before I started because my throat is getting real dry. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to start heading around over to that direction. But first, bra strap adjustment. Oh. Oh, any ladies out there, I have seriously been considering a third love, trying out a third love. I think is that, there's a few different like fancy bra brands now, but they like take into account all your different styles of boobs that there are in their bra design, so you can pick one that fits you. I'd actually looked into it about a year ago. Let's I'm gonna talk about my boobs now. That's the next topic of conversation. Let's do this. Getting personal. Uh, I got a pancake situation, okay? Didn't always, after kids, it's just the thing. Not a, that doesn't, by the way, if you haven't had kids, that is not guaranteed to happen to you. It doesn't happen to every woman. Some women actually come out of pregnancies and labors like unstretched marked. I've seen it with my own eyes. So don't, don't think that it's guaranteed to happen to you, but it might. The likelihood is there, you know? So I got, I've got a pancake situation. I've also got a size difference situation, right? It's not huge and I don't think it's directly and immediately noticeable to the naked eye, but uh, I guess no pun intended, I guess, right there. But anyways, but it, it, I have noticed that the left one does like to hog the bra. Every bra I have just starts leaning over, getting pulled in that direction. I've always got to pull it back over throughout the day. So I had gotten on, I was like, I'm going to go on a chat with one of these bra consultant ladies. I'm going to get, and I was like, because the little automated like bra sizer machine on the website could not have made myself sound like an older person with that terminology I just used is like, uh, it, it only lets you have one thing wrong with your boobs, right? It, or I, I shouldn't say wrong with, but it only accounts for one attribute. So it's like I can only pick pancake or size difference. I can't pick them both and get a bra. So I wanted to chat with somebody about that and they were very unhelpful. I just had a bad experience. They were like, pick one of the ones from the machine, I won't help you. But said in a more nice way, that was like a really nice way of saying, I'm not, I, I can't help you. And then I was like, well, I, I don't wanna go pay all this money for more expensive bra, only to find out that it doesn't fit me well because I couldn't take both of those attributes into account. But maybe they've changed. Maybe I should go back to them. It's been a couple of years. And on that, 
personal note, I think I'm now going to turn off this recording because I'm about to go down an incredibly treacherous and icy set of stairs that has not been plowed, and I'm going to need the full faculty of my concentration to do so. So wish me luck. Um, just in case I die, didn't want to have it on record. That's all. I mean, you know, morbid jokes. Have a great, uplifting, positive day. Okay, love you guys. Bye.